Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. I thought now it's early January 2009 that I'd sort of wrap up a little bit of 2008 and sort of give people a bit of an idea of what they need to be doing in 2009. I mean, after all, 2008, there was a, a lot of mistakes made on the market by a lot of different people, professionals and I would say general public alike in, in managing their own portfolios. Now, I'm not sure about you, but I know a lot of people would rather forget about 2008 and get along with 2009. And to me, that's not necessarily a bad idea is you can't change what's happened in the past, but you can change what's happening in the future. So if your portfolio hasn't really performed over 2008 and probably into 2007, some portfolios haven't really performed. Because remember, this whole subprime mortgage market meltdown situation really started back in um, August 2007. And it seems, when you say it like that, it seems such a long time ago. But uh, what we're looking for is, is what's going to happen in the future? What are you going to do? And, and what are the mistakes you made in 2008? Have a review of those and then don't do them again. And that's really sort of what I want to talk about a little bit. And I know when I'm on Sky Business Channel every single month and uh, I do that every third, pretty much every third Tuesday every month. I do it every month, but it's generally the third Tuesday of the month. In January, as I'm recording this, I'll be on Sky Business Channel on the 20th of January. And I think then it's the 10th of February for the next two. For those of you who haven't seen me on that, uh, you might like to go there. It's at 6 o'clock to 7 p.m. on Sky News. I think it's 4.02 or 6.02 on Sky Channel. But anyway... During that show, I get a lot of calls coming in or people ringing in with questions for, for myself and, and other experts that are actually on, on the station during that time. And, and it's amazing how every single month I get people dollar cost averaging. And this is a really important thing is every month I say to people, dollar cost averaging is something you shouldn't do. It's actually not really a good investment technique. And I know a lot of financial advisors or people in the industry promote people to dollar cost average. It's also newspapers all the time. But the thing is, is one of the golden rules is never, ever, ever add to a losing position. And if your money's going down and down and down in shares because they're heading south, never buy more of those because you're just increasing the risk that you have. And our job as an investor or a trader or whatever you are is to minimize your risk at all times. So number one thing in the, in the current markets is if you buy a share and it starts to fall away in value, don't ever buy any more. It's dollar cost averaging is not too bad, or I, I wouldn't even necessarily agree with it, but it's not it's not as bad a mistake if you're buying in a rising market. So if you bought a share and it rises and you buy some more of it, and then it rises more and you bought some more of it. I'm not really against that. Although there are better ways of investing, but you're not going to kill yourself doing that. But when you're buying shares that are falling away and you're continually buying shares that are falling away and adding to your position, to me that's not something you should be doing. And people did that with Centro and Elco and Babcock and Brown and Macquarie Bank and some of the other stocks that fell quite heavily and they've paid the price. One of the other big mistakes they've made in 2008 is not to set stop losses. To me, if you're buying an asset, in, and it doesn't matter what asset you've got, whether it's a share or property or cash or fixed interest or any uh, artwork or whatever else, the only time you actually get a benefit from that investment is when you put the money back into the bank account. So it means if you're buying something, you need to have a plan about when you're going to sell that. Now, to me, there's only two things you control on the share market. One is when you get in and when is, one is when you get out of it. Anything else in between is not up to you. So if you buy BHP today, you can't control it after that. Once you've bought the share, you cannot control what happens with that share, whether the price goes up 
all down. You have no control over it. So to me, if you've got money in the marketplace, whether you've got it in shares or property or anything else, it's not your money until you put it in the bank where it's capital guaranteed and you know that it can't erode in value or no, the value of that can't erode outside of inflation. So to me, it's a, it's a mistake that people think about it. It's got, oh, I've got a million dollar portfolio or $500,000 portfolio. I had that in 2007 and now it's down 30, 50, 60%. Um, so I've lost that money. But it was to me, it wasn't your money in the first place. Until it's in the bank, it's not yours. So one of the big mistakes is not setting stop losses. And this is the thing that I'm, I'm getting to is that if you own any investment and you don't have an exit strategy, maybe you should have one. Well, not necessarily maybe, you definitely should have one. And in shares, you hear me talk about it all the time of having a stop loss of 15% below my buy price. So if I bought a stock, falls by 15%, I exit. And in my book, How to Beat the Managed Funds by 20%, I talk about if a stock falls by 15% of any high price, just sell it. And if all you've done with that in 2008, most people listening to this podcast would be going, yeah, I'd have a hell of a lot more money in my bank account right now. And that's the essential thing, because if you lose 10% on your portfolio, your portfolio actually has to grow 11% just to break even. If you lose 20%, you have to make more. If you lose 50%, you have to make 100% just to break even. If you're losing 30% on your portfolio, as I said, most people lost 30 to 60% on their portfolio in 2008. 30% means your portfolio today would have to rise 43% just to get back to breaking even. Now, to me, that's the hardest thing that you can do is to try and get that back. And for most people, that's going to be around about a five-year journey for you to get back what you've just lost if you're down 30 to 50%, especially if you're down more like 50%. Remember the average, if you're in a managed fund or a managed type portfolio situation, generally that's going to be the same at least five years because the average managed fund over any 10-year period averages 7.5%. So trying to get back 50% or, or doubling your money to get back to ground zero again is going to take quite a while. It's, uh, you know, if you're looking at uh, the rule of 72, that means if you're earning 7%, it's going to take you roughly 10 years to get back to where you were if your portfolio has lost 10%. And that's the sad thing is a lot of people hang on uh, to losses. And that's really uh, one of the questions I'm getting asked a lot lately is, I've owned Central, I've owned this year, I've owned Babcock and Brown, or I've owned this, what do I do now? And you've got to look at that question and say, okay, well, I have X dollars in this share that's fallen by 50, 60, 70%. What's the chances of that share rising strongly over the next one to two years? Or is my money better off in something else that may rise stronger? So for instance, if you said to me, I've lost a lot of money in Telstra, um, am I better in that or am I better in BHP? My guess today, um, based on what I know about Telstra and BHP, I'd say BHP is going to be better than Telstra. So you're going to make your money up faster in BHP than you would in Telstra. Just because Telstra's a plotter, it's not a bad stock, it's just going to plot along. Where BHP is likely to rise a lot stronger uh, and move much more in this next 12 months. And that's really the choice you have to make. So just exiting a share, yes, you might be saying, oh, well, I'm going to lose money and I'm going to crystallise that loss. That's okay because you can offset against your tax and any future gains that you might have to. So what I'm going to what I'm saying to you is you've got to forget about what happened in 2008. Look at your portfolio today, cull the bad stuff out of it, get the cash back in and get ready to go because to me 2009 is going to be a much better year for the share market. It's still going to be a bit volatile, it's going to be a bit more choppy, but you will be more positive in 2009. Where to from here? I mean, I could spend a, a 10 minutes explaining where to from here, but what I've done instead is I've actually 
recorded a webinar just yesterday or the day before, just recorded a webinar about what my thoughts are in 2009. It's about 30 to 40 minutes. It is a webinar. You can watch an animated PowerPoint presentation and hear me talking about where the market's been, where it's going to, different common mistakes as well. So that's something I'm going to be putting on our website for everybody to have a look at for free. Uh, it's not up there as I'm recording this, but it should be up in the next week. I'm just editing it at the moment. So um, if uh, you can't find it in the next week, say into the in from the 15th of January, please have happy to give our guys a call if you like. But please watch that. It'll tell you where I think we're going to. But from here on, on in in January, you can do a few things. Your choices are you can do absolutely nothing and change nothing that you did in 2008. Uh, and therefore, if you do nothing, nothing really will happen and you're going to sit on those losses and you're going to feel pretty bad. I know looking at a portfolio with lots of losses in it is not an exciting thing to do. Um, to me, you're better off just culling those. You can do something if you like, and that's something if you're doing if you're doing something that means hopefully the something you're doing is actually different than what you did in 2008 because what a lot of people did in 2008 just did not work, and I'm including a lot of professionals out there. So to me, it's about doing something different to be able to make up for what you did and not repeating the same mistakes. So to me, is is if you're making decisions about your future and your portfolio, you're going to move on, and that's what I'd like to see a lot of people do is say, okay, well, let's forget about 2008. Let's look at 2009. What can I do? What do I need to do? Do I need to read more books? Do I need to read Dale's book? Do I need to watch Dale's videos or DVDs about how to do portfolio construction, how to do stop losses, how to manage my portfolio better? Do I need to do a course like our, uh, my diploma course or, or my CFD course to learn how to be, do it better? Do I need to, you know, get wealth within to manage my funds? Do I need to go and see a financial advisor? Do I need to do see my accountant? There's a whole range of questions that you could be writing down a piece of paper and setting some goals for yourself so that your 2009 is much better than your 2008. Um, and I'm assuming uh, on average most people had a pretty poor 2008 but I'd like to wish you every success in 2009 and onwards I hope you have a fantastic year I know that uh, it's looking fantastic for us not only as a business but on the trading front and, and personally so to me 2009 should be a winner for everybody but at the end of the day to me luck is labour under correct knowledge and that means you need to understand what you're doing get out there and make it happen for yourself so as I said, I wish you a very good and prosperous 2009. And hopefully we hear from you over the year and hear about your successes. And if there's anything we can do to help, we'd be only too glad to. So thank you for having listened to this podcast. I look forward to chatting you with more podcasts over the rest of the year. We've got a lot more coming. David and Janine also are recording a lot more. And there'll be more things we'll be bringing out. There's a new product we're bringing out into February. So stay tuned on our website. Um, read our e-news. It comes out every fortnight. That'll start again very, very soon again with our my Lords reports. Look at our webinars, our podcasts. There's a whole range of free stuff out there. And if we can help you, please give us a call. So take care and I look forward to chatting with you next time. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 ShareTrade.